Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN. Live in the Skyline studio. We are here until 4 o'clock. Um, coming up at uh, 2.30, we play some. always play back some classic Johnny Carson. You can watch the Johnny Carson show every night on Antenna TV, and we're going to get a visit from Park Ranger Gus Grungy. <laughs> we're also going to talk about people whose lives were ruined by winning the lottery. Um, and uh, unsold Guinness is being used to fertilize trees. One of the few weird stories that uh, are out there this morning. Um, Herb Weisbaum, he's uh, the Consumer Man. You can check out ConsumerMan.com. He joins us um, once a month to talk about consumer issues and answer your questions and concerns. And uh, the phone lines are open. You can call the Team Hochberg phone line at 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. And um, we'll, uh, uh, Herb will help you out. If you got any consumer issues or you're worried about a scam or something along those lines, Herb is here to help. So let's say hello to Herb. Hello, Herb. Hi, Nick. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Very well. I know you're on Central Time, but this is still June, so this is my second appearance of the month, so I owe you one for July. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's still... The whole it's, feng shui is all bro- I just, my, every feng shui is all wrong here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's still it's still June here, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Um, so, uh, Herb, uh, let's, let's hear about the Consumer Man. Sure. Uh, I write. I'm the uh, uh, contributing editor to Checkbook.org, an organization, a nonprofit organization that uh, publishes magazines and ratings for local businesses in seven cities, including the Chicagoland area. Uh, it's sort of like a local Consumer Reports uh, that's a great value to people. I'm also the consumer reporter at KOMO Radio, uh, where I've been for uh, 17 years. I used to be a correspondent for CBS News and uh, NBC's Today Show. And my goal in life is simply to root out the bad guys, alert you to the scams and the ripoffs, and try to save you money. I run a website called ConsumerMan.com where I post all my stories, no advertising, no nothing, just to make the information available to you. And if you go there and want to sign up for my newsletter, as many of Nick's audience do after the show every uh, every appearance, uh, you'll get a free newsletter from me every month where you'll hear what I'm doing, and you'll even get a podcast of this broadcast from the Nick Show. There you go. So that's Herb. That's Herb uh, Weisbaum. Uh, at three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. If you if you have any consumer related questions or concerns, or you worried about scams or anything like that, Herb can help you out. Three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. So, Herb, how are you holding up during the pandemic here? Well, I'm just staying inside and trying to keep my head low. You know, this our state is going up a little bit, but it's not in the Seattle area. It's basically in the central part of the state where there's a lot of agriculture, and they've been having a really hard time uh, keeping everybody separated out there. You know, the living conditions, which are not the greatest for the migrant workers that come in. They're all in sort of the same cabins and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing the factories with the apples and the cherries and all that. So that's been rough. Um, and then we got this whole, uh, you know, downtown situation where a couple of blocks of downtown are still being held by uh, what a lot of people are now saying are not protesters anymore, but just people who need to move along with their lives and great deal of frustration between the people who live there and the police chief who wants to take the police precinct back and the mayor who wants to give them more time we had another murder last night and uh you know it's been like six shootings or something like that in the last couple of days it's like lawlessness because the cops aren't there and the cops won't go in there yeah. uh and, and neither will the fire department or the rescue. I mean, unless there's a burning a building on fire. Um, so it's kind of a very crazy situation, and everybody's watching and going, how is this going to end? But with the feeling that it needs to end, and it's not really, 
you know, this is not what the Black Lives Matter movement, my personal opinion, is about. There's lots of protests going on in the city. A lot of people are speaking. A lot of things are happening. But just uh, occupying a couple of blocks in downtown where it was literally like people were coming and taking selfies. It was like a burning man or something. And they were, they were doing, you know, street food and et cetera. That's not what this movement is about. It's much more important and deeper to that. And uh, I think it's going to be settled hopefully in the next few days. But I'm not sure it won't be settled out some a great deal of rest and some uh, – I don't know, a little bit of mayhem before it happens. Some people have vowed they simply won't leave. Yeah, it's uh, it's been you know it's been rough uh, all the way, all the way around the world, you know. Um, and you know, uh, so we're dealing with this pandemic here in Chicago, and the next five days we're going to have over ninety degree weather and rain. Yeah, I know. <sighs> and and uh, I, you know, I've been doing a report a week for the radio station here in Seattle about COVID. I talked to one of the top uh, experts on uh, immun- uh, immunization and virology in the, in the country, UC Berkeley, every single month. And um, you know, he's just so you know appalled at what's going on that we we were just we lose our attention, our focus so quickly. This you know, this disease isn't going away. The weather, the hot weather, didn't drive it away. It's still out there. We're still all at risk. And, you know, now that the young people are not, you know, uh, invulnerable and we're, the, the, it's going lower and lower now, 30 and 20, 30 degree, uh, 30 year olds, 40 year olds getting really, really ill, spreading it to their families. Sometimes those people are dying. Um, you know, um, I, I think about I was telling my wife, I think about going to uh, Amsterdam two years ago. And we were in the Anne Frank house, you know, where Anne Frank and her family yeah. lived in like tiny room for two years or what it was with with no tv and no internet and no mp3 player and no cds and no magazines and couldn't go to the bathroom except like one or two times a day when nobody was in the building and you know and and barely had to eat we got our uber eats and all this kind of stuff and we're you know we're saying we're trapped as prisoners in our homes you know we got to toughen up people this is really serious it's killing people and we got to just deal with it properly i'm sorry but that's that's really the truth yeah and one thing I learned uh, doing this report last week is they're finding out, Nick, and this is actually important for people, is that um, it, the nose has a great deal of receptors for the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus that's going around. And so while we always thought it was the mouth, uh, indications are that the nose may be the number one orifice where the virus gets into our body, if not the equal to the mouth. So it's, it's really up there. The eyes are like number three. And uh, that means you have to take seriously touching your face, and also, you have to make sure you have the mask covering your nose, yeah. because that's a receptor. And B, if you sneeze or whatever it, or cough, it comes out of your nose as well. So I see people walk around with the the thing underneath their nose. No, it's got to go over your nose as well as your mouth. Those are both ways that you can get infected or you can get other people infected. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and, and you know the people who aren't wearing masks uh, are making me nuts. And and um, they just they're opening up the city a little bit more. Uh, herb here and uh some bars and and uh, other restaurants are are opening up and uh, uh there was a line of people in wrigleyville um i saw a picture of a ton of people in wrigleyville who were waiting in line to get into a bar uh, mm-hmm. i saw two masks oh, wow and, and I, I just i don't understand it i i i mean i don't look you know i know a lot of people out there want to get want to go to a bar and have a couple of drinks you know i used to be a drinking man i understand that but not not now i mean just hold off you know, yeah. I, and I, I, I'm not going to sort of fight with somebody in a store, but if there's an employee, I mean, the unions out here, the the in the supermarkets made a big deal about needing PPE, and the stores have told them to wear them. And I saw a guy in the, in the supermarket the other day stacking the bananas, and he had no mask on, and the manager was right around the corner. I said, "Excuse me, would you please tell that guy to put his mask on?" And, you know, the manager, I could hear him give him holy hell. And then there was a manager of another store I went to, and he's standing there with a, his nose exposed, and he says, "I'll open the aisle and check your package. You know, check yeah, I know you won't put the mask over your." Over your nose. Yeah. Well, it's 
uncomfortable. Then I'll go to another lane and, by the way, put the mask on. You know, yeah. so yeah. I mean, you have to be a little bit more. Those of us who know that this is not a political thing, this is a health thing. Right, have to be a little bit more forceful. You know, right. even they said to wear a mask. I mean, my goodness, I thought the skies were going to open up when Penn said to wear a mask today. Yeah. Okay. All right, Herb, hang on. Okay. Uh, Herb Weissbaum is with us. We're going to get to some consumer stories, and if you have any consumer concerns, questions, you're, you you uh, want to want to know how you can. Uh, uh, get get out of a scam if you've been scammed or anything like that. Herb is here for you to get advice and to answer any and all of your consumer-related questions. 312-981-7200 on WGN. Hello, it's Nick DeGilio on 720 WGN, live in the Skyline studio, and uh, we're here until 4 o'clock. Herb Weissbaum joins us once a month. He's our consumer guy. You can check out consumerman.com. That's his website. Subscribe to his newsletter. He's here to help you out. He's here to answer your questions. He's here to give you advice. Anything consumer-related, if you have an issue or a question, it's 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. Hello, Herb. Yes, sir. All right. You're back. So, well, I never really went anywhere. You played commercials, but I was here the whole time. Oh, you were so. here the whole time. Okay, yeah. That was, <laughs> you didn't go anywhere. That's true. Uh, um, let's, uh, let's talk about this, uh, a, a piece that you wrote for, uh, checkbook.org, which concerns the well-known brands that criminals most often spoof in phishing attacks. Let's, let's hear about that. Help us out with that. Sure. The, the bad guys have a lot of ways to steal your personal information. And one of the most popular techniques, because it's simple and effective, is phishing. So let's make sure everybody understands what phishing is. This is where you get an email that comes out of the blue, and it appears to be from a reputable company or an organization and encourages you to click on a link for some reason. There always is a compelling message. Maybe it's to get a free coupon or a gift card. Maybe you're getting a warning that your bank or credit card company has been compromised or promising a package is waiting for you at the warehouse, and uh, you have to click on a link to get more information. And when I first started reporting on phishing scams, Nick, and I I'd actually looked it up, I was the first network reporter to report on phishing scams, 1997 Today Show. Wow. And I, remember, I have the producer's notes here that said he has to spell the word phishing and explain why it's spelled P-H. Right. And because, you know, they're phishing for victims, but in uh, cyberspeak, they make an F of P-H. So that's why phishing, if you're looking it up, uh, folks listening, it's P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. But, and when they first started out, they were really they were really rudimentary. They'd copy and paste a logo. They were coming from overseas. They'd have all kind of typos. They'd have all kind of grammatical errors. It was obvious this wasn't coming from an American. They were fairly easy to spot. But these days, they are absolutely, you know, spot on. They, they copy the, the colors and the logo, and the, the wording is really good, and some of them are very sophisticated. And with the uh, avalanche of email that we get coming in every day, and now these are also in text form, which is called smishing, uh, a, a phishing... Yeah, it's called smishing. That's for SMS ishing. So smishing. <laughs> yeah, funny name, but really serious problem. Gotcha. Okay. Because because you know, in, in our mobile devices, we tend to respond quickly, and it's a small screen. We don't really check things out. So they love the fact that we're all walking around with mobile devices. But anyway, these things look really really good, and what they get us to do is give them their this personal information that they can use to break into all of our accounts and do all kinds of things. So the folks at IBM X Force Iris. That's their instant response and intelligence services. Looked at all the stuff that their computers had gone through for the year, sorting out the, all the uh, spam email and everything that was coming uh, through. And they found out that there are 10 brands that are targeted most often in these phishing uh, attacks. And, of course, they're going to be some of the most popular brands out there because the whole goal is to get your attention. And to do that, you want to have something that's instantaneously recognized, a brand that we all know and trust. Right. So 
the top ten. You want to do it from uh, ten to one? Yeah, Letterman let's, or, let's go. Yeah. To, yes, let's do Letterman. Let's do ten to one. Yeah. So number ten is WhatsApp. Number nine is Instagram. I was surprised that Facebook was number eight. I expected that to be higher. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that seems that seems like it, it would have been higher. Yeah. Seven is Microsoft. Six is Spotify. Five is Netflix. Four is Amazon. Three is Apple. And number one and number two had the bulk of all the ones that came out. I mean, a huge percentage were number two, YouTube, and number one, Google, which is the most visited platform in the world. So no real surprise about that. So that's uh, that's the ones in order that they are using to get your attention. And you should be extra especially careful if you get something that looks like it's from one of those big companies. Okay. And uh, what are they trying to do to, 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 like, authorities and things like that? What are they trying to do to, to crack down on this, if possible? Well, it's really hard. I mean, there's a lot of spam filters that are looking for these things. Basically, it's you have to, to protect yourself. So, so, again, the goal is if you click on the link, what they're going to do is take you to a website that they've created that's going to look like an, a website that you're used to going to, a Google website or a YouTube website, and they're going to come up with some reason that you need to give your personal information in order to get the coupon or your account is about to expire or there's been bad activity on your credit card or whatever. They're asking you to put in personal login credentials, which you never do when you don't know where you are and you start the whole process yourself, as right. we talked about many times before. So that's, that's what they're trying to do. Um, but uh, they're just, you know, and then again, it, there's not a lot that the authorities can do. A lot of these things are coming from overseas. Um, and, and by the way, in the story that I put in here, in the middle of the story, there's a phishing, scam, uh, phishing quiz that was created by um, Jigsaw, which is a subsidiary of Applebet, which is uh, Google's parent company. And I'm telling you, if you look at these things, look at it during the commercial break, um, you got to look really, really hard and know how to try to spot one of these things uh, to, to spot it, which is why... The advice I always give people is you just don't do it. If you weren't expecting something, then just don't click on a link. If you're really going to get a coupon or a special deal from a company that uh, you are uh, working uh, that you buy from, go to you, install their app. They'll give you the coupons through the app. You know it's safe. Go to their website if you're a customer or a member of the club or whatever. They'll give you the coupon that way. But and if you do click on a link then make sure if it's asking for any kind of information like your username and logon or any of that kind of stuff that you didn't you didn't specifically go there yourself that you're being transferred by clicking on a link um, you know don't now of course you click on a link you could wind up putting malware in your computer and that's a whole other problem yeah. but this is that's trying to get that it's it's just something you don't do you just have to be you know if you know that every month you get a, a, a email from somewhere your kid's school that you know the email address and so that's fine but then when something comes out of the blue you know you've got to be really really careful and the one thing they're always stepping up their game and i have an actually an image on in this story that was given to me by kaspersky labs the uh, cybersecurity company and this is now telling people that in order to confirm your identity they need you to take a selfie of yourself holding up your driver's license and your credit card. What? And then, and then take a second selfie with the card turned around on the back. Uh, it's amazing. If you go to the, what? if you go to the story on my website, it's, um, and people are, they know people love selfies, and oh. they have this very official looking. Here's how to confirm your identity page. First, do this, and first, do that. So not only do they have your identity, but they now know what you can look like. They know your characteristics uh, that you know that they could use in all kinds of other identity theft kind of operations. Maybe create fake credentials. Uh, you know, maybe if you have a name that's not male or female, they can know what you are. If they're writing something, they can know if you're a blonde or a brunette or what kind of what what's going on. Uh, I mean, it, that's like beyond bizarre. But that's how bold and brazen they are, and people Man. are willing to do that because hey, it's we all do selfies. What's the matter with selfies? Jeez. You give a lot of 
on selfies. That's nuts. Now, you have the AARP Fraud Watch Network tip sheet in, uh, in here as well. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Oh, by the way, you know, most times when you send a selfie, you're giving geotagged locations. So not only are you doing all this, but you're telling the criminal where you are because the picture will tell them exactly where you are. Yeah. So that's reason number three why you wouldn't want to do that. So, um, you know, just some of the basic tics, tips is, again, if a lot of times, even as sophisticated as these uh, emails can, tend to be from the scammers, they don't really have your name on there. So it's like, dear customer or dear Visa credit card holder or dear, you know, Google customer or whatever like that. Yeah. So if it's, if it's really, that, that's one. Very, very fake, vague language. Like, there's a, we're spotting a, security issue or a payment issue, but they never really describe what the problem is or something like that. Anytime it's dire consequences, I mean, if you don't respond right away, it's going to be legal action or your account is going to be frozen or you're going to lose your money. I mean, you know, that's nothing a real company would do. Again, to click on a link or open the attachment and get personal information. And then again, just uh, just really be careful of the same things that are all coming in on text. I mean, they're moving where we are. We're living on our mobile devices. So be very, very careful of anything that comes in like this with your with your mobile device. That's a very key way. And then again, as much as possible, and we've talked about this, turn on two-factor authentication on any of the important accounts you have. You can do it on all of your financial accounts. You can do it on your Facebook account, other social media accounts. And what that means is if you slip up somehow and give this to a bad guy, that they can't get in until they, uh, because you have your phone where, or your computer where they're where it's going to have a code that says, okay, Herb, log on to Facebook. What's that code we just sent you on your mobile device? So that's that extra backup line of security that if you do make a mistake, first of all, if you, if you realize you did it, change your password on that account right away. I and mean, that's how you protect yourself. Oh, my God, I just did that silly thing. Go into your profile, change, your, change right away, change your uh, credentials. But the second level of protection is because we can all make a mistake. If you have that two-factor authentication, yes, it slows you down by about 6.2 seconds every time you try to log on. But it shuts them out completely. And trust me, it's a lot more problem trying to fix the problem on the back end than it is to deal with the problem on the front end. So whenever possible, try to set that up. Yeah, well, you know, and uh, I, 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 can, I can wait an extra six seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you know how much time it is to get rid of all the damage these guys have done? Yeah. It could take hours, weeks, and sometimes if it's real bad identity theft, the rest of your life you'll be spending doing the thing. So, yeah, it's worth an extra couple of six seconds, you know. Okay. Well, uh, you can read this uh, article at uh, Consumer Man. Uh, dot com and it's the well-known brands that uh, criminals most often spoof in phishing attacks herb uh, hang on okay more to come all right yes herb weissbaum is with us he's the consumer man uh hang on uh if you want to jump in here if you have a question or a concern consumer related or an issue 312-981-7200 312-981-7200 herb is here to help and answer any and all of your questions all right hey it's nick DeGilio on 720 wgn live in the skyline studio and um, we're here until uh, 4 o'clock, and uh, we're going to talk about people whose lives were actually ruined by winning the lottery. And, you know, I've heard that many times. Um, and, uh, you know, do you, you remember the scam? I was Not the scam, but the guy who went on pressure luck and he memorized the, the pattern of the board. He won like $160,000. Gone. And he he ended up broke. And he died broke. Some sad stories if you, uh, out there. Um, and a, a man was arrested for swimming in a Bass Pro Shop fish tank. I don't I don't even know where to begin with that one. 
312-981-7200. That's the phone number. We would love to hear from you. Herb Weisbaum is with us. He joins us once a month. He's a consumer reporter for KOMO and Checkbook.org. And you can go to his website at ConsumerMan.com, subscribe to his newsletter. He's here to help you out. If you have any consumer issues or worried about scams or any of that kind of stuff, uh, call us right now, and Herb will help you out. 312-981-7200. Hello, Herb. Hey, hopefully that guy at the speedo uh, the, the uh, shop wasn't wearing a speedo. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that story right over the edge. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, we have uh, someone on the line who has a question. Here's Myrna on WGN. Hi, Myrna. Hi, Myrna. Hi. Thank you for that information you just gave. That's really frightening. I've had I've received those from Microsoft and Amazon, and it's very very frightening. But I have a question. When all this virus things stuff came out, uh, I needed to get masks. Because my son-in-law, my daughter, and I are compromised with our health conditions. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to go through Amazon, which I did. And that would take a while to get it. The delivery was, um, they were behind on that. So anyway, I ordered through Amazon. And I got the mask just the other day. I did this in April. And they're, they're hideous. I mean, they don't, they're not going to do anything. And they've got a hole in them. And I can't find out how I can return them because the number that I have on the package is disconnected. I can't get a hold of Amazon because they're not taking their customer services and taking calls. They said I could chat on the uh, internet, but my computer crashed, and I'm limping along with my grandson's iPad, and I'm not that good at it. And I don't know what I should do, but I can't keep these. And it turns out they were from China. And uh, it's the shipping costs way much more than the mask, so I'm kind of stuck with that. And then I've got another issue with mask. I'm jinxed with that. And uh, then I'd like to know about this Amazon thing. What do you recommend? Well, by the way, there's been a lot of problems reported with people who are getting things from China, COVID-related uh, PPE, and uh, some of it's coming from third-party companies, so you're not the first person uh, this has happened to. Um, I would do a couple of things. Um, if you can't get on and, and, and I'm contact... Just, excuse me, I'm very hard of hearing. Could you just say a little louder, please? Sure, if you Thank can't... You. Uh, if you can't uh, contact them by uh, chat, which might be the best thing to do, and maybe you can get your grandson or somebody to help you, uh, the uh-huh. best thing... Try calling the local Better Business Bureau, wherever you live there, and see if they can help you in some way cut through the nonsense at Amazon and, and get this dealt with. So uh, that that's uh, the first thing to do. Um, and you might also, are you in Chicago? In Beecher, we're about 40 miles south of Chicago. You might want to call the uh, consumer reporter at the news desk at WGN-TV and uh, tell them, look at what we got, and they may be interested in doing a story and warning people um, about the kind of things that uh, some folks are getting, and uh, you'll be surprised at how quickly you'll get a call or something from Amazon and they'll want to take the stuff back. Uh, so you might consider doing that as well. Uh, and that's, that's a consumer the- reporter? Yeah, just contact the news desk or see, you know, tell them I got a COVID story that you might be interested in doing. So, uh, or hold on the line, Thomas can give you the number or something. But uh, the first thing is try to get your problem solved. Did, did you pay with it by credit card? Yes, uh, I did. And um, I, I've caught, I talked to Discover about it already, and they they were at a loss as to, as what, to what to do. Um, I'm going to call them again and see. Uh, I didn't think to ask them to take it off my, you know, the, yes. I'm disputing that's, it and take it off. Yes, that's the benefit of using a credit card. It's what's called a chargeback. And you call up and tell them that I ordered this thing from Amazon. They will not help me. And it's defective. It cannot be worn. It's a danger. I want this taken off my credit card bill. They will do that. 
Uh, it's always good to follow up in writing. And if you go to the back of your statement, it will tell you what to do. Because legally, to protect your rights, you've got to file a complaint in writing. So you can start it on the phone and then tell them, I want to follow this up in writing. But uh, you should be able to get that charge taken off of your uh, account. And that's the benefit of using a credit card when you do online purchases. Debit right. card, you got rights. With a credit card, you got a lot of rights. So, so try doing that. Yeah, Myrna. try that, Myrna. And, and call the Better Business Bureau. Uh, that's one of the major things to do. Myrna, thanks for the call, and good luck. Uh, 312-981-7200 is the phone number, uh, and here is Lulu on WGN. Go ahead, Lulu. Hey, Nick. Um, Amazon, I had a problem with them shipping me product on a, you know, like a subscription, and it started in April, and they weren't answering the big, large customer service number. And I was really getting irritated. And I, every once in a while, I'd go to Amazon. And I did finally, if you go to Amazon um, site and go to their chat, there's an 800 number there that you get a live person. And they refunded my money. Um, and they took care of the problem. Well, that's what the, that's what the they they told Myrna to do is go to chat. That's 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 what they told her to do. So, you, you, oh, okay, I, yeah, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. I was probably so if you go to chat and there's a number, then you can call. That would be good. Yeah. That would be good help there for her. Go. Yeah. All right, Lulu. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Lulu. It works. Okay. Thank you. By the way, may I remind people? And you know, I live in Seattle, where Amazon started. Um, is that there are actually other companies in the world beside Amazon? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They're not, they're not uh, the cheapest for everything, and sometimes they're way not the cheapest. And, uh, you know, if, they're, if you're able to get it from some other company that you know is going to, you know, they were so backed up in shipping stuff, maybe you even go to a store and buy something. Um, you know, just keep in mind that that's, I know they're fabulous and a lot of people love them, but they're not the only online company in America, and just keep that in mind. That's true. Absolutely. That's good advice, Herb. Um, yeah. All right, here's Monica on WGN. Hi, Monica. Hi there. How are you all? I need to buy a new laptop and make sure that my desktop doesn't crash. You know how they offer those uh, jump drives for like 20 bucks? They say it'll clean up your uh, computer. Are those worth it, and where should I go to get a laptop? <laughs> uh, I'm not a tech guy, so I'm not familiar with what you're talking about. Uh, okay. I mean, I know there are things you can run on your computer to clean it up and make it uh, run more more uh, more of a functional and make it run faster. There, there's a bunch of functions that are built in today's computers. Yeah, um, I've done those too. What you should do when you buy a, a, a laptop, you look around, look for the models you want, read some reviews like CNET is one or PC Magazine or something like that, Consumer Reports. And then um, if you have a choice, uh, you can do for price, I buy my computer stuff from Costco. And the reason why I do is because they have, they double the warranty. They double the manufacturer's warranty. Mm-hmm. So usually getting a two-year warranty on the device I buy, and that's the reason. They have, usually have amazingly good prices, uh, and uh, they also uh, double the warranty. So uh, that's, that's the time to do it. Um, if you can wait until there's a sale, uh, I don't know if you need one right away, and they may be doing one of this. You know, They put off the Christmas in July, so some stores may be doing a little bit down the road, although some of the prices are really good now. But, like, I got my laptop uh, Black Friday sale, and I got it $300 off, and it was a smoking computer. Mm. Uh, and does it have Microsoft Office on it? Uh, my, well, Microsoft Office, it doesn't come on anymore. Microsoft is now doing it through the cloud. So you buy a subscription for whatever it is, $100 a year, and then that means it's always updated and always current. They don't have to send you updates as much as they used to in the past. So that's the way Got that's it. being done. 
now. But yes, I'm a I'm a Microsoft guy, and I use I use Microsoft Office. But that's the big okay. decision you have to make whether you're PC or Apple based. You know, more people use PC, and more people uh, they're better priced. Of a people who buy Apple love Apple, so that's the uh, that's the trade off you have to make. Okay. But read a couple of consumer magazines, see where you want to head, and then shop around, look for a good price. And if you can get something at a decent price, you know Costco runs sales on computers a lot. And again, that two year warranty. And I had a problem, Nick. There's a special line you call a Costco line, and they put me through to the manufacturer. And like I didn't have to call and get in lines. Like, hi, this is Costco. This guy's got a problem. Will you please take care of him? Yes, sir. You know, it was like wow. I was really impressed. Yeah. Okay. And- and you said CNET was one of those uh, review places? Yep. Okay, Thank you so much. Yep, CNET. All right. Thanks, Monica. All right. Um, Herb, what about uh, getting home repairs during the COVID-19 outbreak? You wrote a piece about that, too. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting it's an interesting situation. Obviously, your home is your safe space. You don't want people coming into it. But if the toilet is leaking or the faucet just won't stop or the hot water heater goes out or the stove won't work, you've got to bring somebody into your house. So we looked into this and called a lot of the companies, uh, you know, top-rated appliance repair companies that uh, – that has have been reported in cities across the country, including there in Chicago, by checkbook.org to see what's going on. And it's interesting. Um, a lot of the companies are trying to take it very, very slowly. They do not want to rush back into this because they realize that they're putting both you and their employees at risk, basically. Uh, the ones that are doing this uh, will um, spend much more time with you on the phone, a good company, and they'll ask you a lot more about what is at hand so they don't have to uh, have the person go back maybe with the, to get the part they need. So it's like, you know, what is wrong? What's the appliance? What's the model? What are the symptoms? You know, et cetera, et cetera, to get a lot more upfront information. And then hopefully they will explain to you, some of them even have it on the website, and if they don't, you should ask, here's our procedure. One carpet repair, a carpet cleaning company. Every piece of equipment is sanitized before we leave the place. The driver will show up with a mask on and gloves on uh, and shoe, shoesy things on, you know, shoe covers on. Yeah. They will stay far away from you as possible. We will, we will uh, disinfect the machine when we go. Um, a lot of places are slowing down and giving their people more time for service calls so they don't rush and needlessly touch things or do things. So they're just building that in and not necessarily charging you more, but just building it in to slow things down just a little bit more. So that's really good. Um, I spoke to my friend, Dr. Schwartzberg, at the UC Berkeley uh, Wellness Letter and the expert uh, that I talked to on these things. And, you know, he pointed out that... Um, you know, anytime you're the six feet distancing is, is really good when you're outside. If you're inside, you've got to really step it up and keep it a lot further away, especially if you're inside for a long period of time with like a, a worker. So what the companies tell me is some people just like, okay, the furnace is over in there and I'm going to go upstairs in the bedroom and just call me when you need me. And I left to check on the, the thing or, you know, yeah. film me or whatever. Um, some people leave completely. They say the doors open or whatever, just come in, do your thing. And we're not even going to be there. Um, but you, you, and if you, if it's a small room, like let's say they're working in the downstairs bathroom, little room, not a lot of air circulating, then really if you, try not to go in that room for a couple hours. Just give it time to breathe out kind of, you know, to air out kind of thing. Um, open the windows. That'll get air, and the doors, if you can, get air circulating. When air is moving, that reduces your risk of picking up anything. And you know, you said it's going to be hot there. Run the air conditioning, central air. That moves the air around too, and there's a filter involved. So get that air moving around. That that's all going to help you. But things need to be done. But it's funny. I found one website where one company it was really cute. They said, um, "This is a, please do not schedule an appointment unless it is necessary. We know that you are home from work, and now seems like a great time to get the broken ice maker fixed, the light bulb replaced, or the broken stove clock repaired." It is not worth the unnecessary exposure to us or you. We are only taking appointments for necessary repairs. And they are right on, spot on by that. This isn't the time that you're home, got a lot of time in here. Let's bring a stranger in and just fix something that doesn't really need to be fixed right away. We're not at that point yet. Yeah. 
That's that's good advice. That's really really good advice. Um, and outside stuff, you know, if you're doing lawn repair, lawn care, or if you're doing a new deck or something like that, or painting the house, that's fine. They're outside. But this is when you're thinking about. And if you're going to do remodeling, and some people I know still are, then Dr. Schwartzberg said, think about moving out of the house for a week or so, getting a rental, getting a long-term stay place, and just get out of that house for the couple of weeks or whatever that they're doing things. You, especially if there's a lot of people, even with masks on, you do not want to be around those people. You know, if you have to do it, this is not the time to do it, but you have to do it. Now's the time to give yourself some safe space and move out of the house. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, and, and again, that article, you can read the whole thing at uh, consumerman.com. Herb, uh, hold on. You got it. All right. Herb Weissbaum, he's the consumer man. Check out consumerman.com if you have any concerns or questions that are consumer related. He's here to help you out. 312 981 7200. It's Nick DeGilio on WGN. All right. Hello. It's Nick DeGilio on 720 WGN. Live in the Skyline Studio, 18 stories above beautiful downtown Chicago. Uh, we're going to talk about people whose lives were actually ruined by winning the lottery and uh, and uh, much more. Uh, 312-981-7200 is the phone number. Herb Weissbaum is with us. Uh, oh, and by the way, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Uh, so Herb's with us, and he joins us once a month. And uh, we're talking about uh, consumer uh, issues, and he's here to help you out. Hello, Herb. Yes, sir. What would you like to talk about next? Uh, well, we have another call. Here's Sheila on WGN. Hi, Sheila. Hi, is this Nick? Yes, go ahead. Hi, Nick. I'm calling because uh, I'd like to know, I understand there may be a website where you can find out uh, the amount of bank accounts that have been opened in your name. Uh, Herb? I have no idea. I've never heard of that. She's never heard of that, uh, Sheila. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I was watching TV one day, and a consumer reporter was on, and she said that there is one. I just don't know what it is. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. When I get off the air with Nick, I'll look on the, uh, I'll look around, and if I find anything, leave your number with Thomas, and, and uh, we'll uh, get that information to you, and then I'll share it next month. Sounds good. Thank All you. All right. There you go. There's Sheila on uh, WGN. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, what now? I said I'm billing you extra for that. I'm telling you that right okay, now. Okay, thanks. Um <laughs> That, so but we, before we got another caller coming in, but I, I, I want to make sure we got this in. Uh, this is one of the things that I got uh, that many people who got the COVID relief from a lender are finding a bad mark on their credit files now. Yeah, this is a story I'm actually uh, working on today, and it'll be up tomorrow. So as always, I scoop myself with you. There you go. Um, but basically, what's happening is you know they they got one of these programs where it said like you know call us. Uh, maybe it's a credit card company. Maybe it's an auto loan. Maybe it's a mortgage company. We know you're in, in stress. Call us, work with us. We can give you some kind of accommodation program. Maybe you can make lower payments. Maybe you can skip the payment. Maybe we won't charge you interest. There'll be no penalty, and it won't ding you on your credit file. And that that was great. It was a wonderful thing. Well, now the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the government financial watchdog agency, is getting reports from thousands of people who are saying, I did exactly that, and lo and behold, all of a sudden, my credit score dropped dramatically, and I found out that they put uh, that I was a deadbeat in my file, that I was paying my bills late, which shouldn't have been there. Um, was to be expected. We actually predicted that on your radio show a month or so ago because this is such a huge program and involves so much coding that the uh, companies had to do to make sure it got reported right to the to the uh, credit files. And uh, obviously, it's not happening, and it's you know uh, dramatically uh, affecting people. As you know, lower credit scores can have all kinds of impact. From you can't get a loan, you can't rent an apartment, you can't get a job, etc. 
Um, and, uh, and some of the problems are they're saying, and we complained to the uh, credit bureau, and uh, they didn't help us. They, they, we couldn't get the, the thing removed, or the creditor, and it's there, and like we need to get it removed kind of thing. So that's the story we're looking into. It's a terrible problem if uh, you're in that situation. And uh, while the uh, CARES Act, that's the uh, act that Congress passed to get this whole thing started with giving people relief, it basically says two things. It says if you were current in your account when you got relief, and you remain current in your account, you know, and you follow the program that was set up for you. So you were current in your account with that company, and you follow the program that was outlined for them, whatever it was, then your account stays in the current status. You're, you're, you're green good to go. If you were uh, delinquent in your account, if your account status was bad when you got some kind of relief program, your status would stay bad the way it was. It's not going to change to good all of a sudden. But if you had a good, a good credit rating and things were good and you took advantage of one of these relief programs and all of a sudden it went bad, that is a very serious problem and one that uh, needs to be looked into and, and figured out by the authorities. So we're just trying to call people's attention to that and uh, how they can uh, file complaints and what they can do. But it's a big, big problem, I think, and it possibly could get worse. Wow. Okay. Uh, here's Mary Jane on WGN. Go ahead, Mary Jane. Yeah, I uh, uh, from the country store, I bought a uh, solar flickering light uh, June 4th, and uh, they on June 11th, they sent me an email and said, because of uh, the uh, trouble with the couriers, there's so many packages that are going out, and um, they said, uh, uh, let's see, they said that they can't ship it now and that as soon as they can get a truck, <laughs> they would send it out. Does that sound right to you? Well, there's been a lot of problems, all kinds of shipping problems for online companies because of COVID. Uh, if that's the situation, you have two decisions to make. Either uh, I'll wait for it, I don't need it right away, or B, cancel my order and refund my money right away. That's a decision that's up to you. It's in your hands, and you can figure out which way you want to go. But, yes, there's been all kinds of problems uh, for merchandise coming in from overseas, from getting it delivered to people. Uh, it's just been a very, very crazy time, and uh, we, sh- we should expect things to be not as uh, easy as they were in the past until things straighten out. Yep. So that's a real issue, Mary Jane. There's a, there's yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot of problems with deliveries right now and getting things shipped. It's a major problem right now. So. Okay, well, I'll wait for it then. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Okay. All right. Um, All right, now here, is it a good time, you also wrote this, is it a good time to buy a newer used car? What do you think? Actually, it is. Uh, From all the experts I spoke to, it's a good time to buy both a new car and buy a used car. Uh, Obviously, uh, the dealers were basically all shut down uh, during the initial uh, shutdown phase of all this and are just starting to open up. So they really want to move some vehicles. They actually have been uh, doing some uh, business the last month or so. Uh, So they're offering, in some cases, discounts. In some cases, they're offering special financing uh, that could save you thousands of dollars up front and maybe thousands of dollars uh, on the course of the loan. So uh, even so, you know, you need to compare the offers very carefully, know what you're getting into. Uh, Some of the advertised specials are limited to first responders. I saw when I looked on the Internet the other day, but it doesn't hurt to ask. You know, you're willing to offer this to somebody. You're willing to sell the car at this price. Will you sell it to me? All they can tell you is no. Uh, The big push seems to be right now, Nick, with the financing, and this is through the auto manufacturers. They know people are suffering with COVID. They want to get you in the dealership. They want to make the deal. So they're offering some amazing uh, situations right now. In some cases, 0% APR. That's free financing. Uh, In some cases, for up to 72 months. Uh, They're also offering deferred payments 
in some cases up to 120 days. Uh, so the, both of those are a really big help to people. Um, so that's really good. And then with the used car market, uh, again, they were flooded with used cars, uh, and they just got to move those things. So the prices have gone down dramatically. They started to come up again as the economy op- started to open last month, but they're still about 2% lower on a year-to-year basis uh, than they were in May and June. And uh, some categories, like vans, are off 8%, mid-sized cars off 7 compact cars off 7 if you really want a deal for, uh, for, and you're willing to put up with it, go with a rental car company. They have huge inventories of cars, and they are priced to move. I think there's something like 20-something thousand on the Hertz website I saw. Really good prices. They were taken, advantage, they were taken care of by fleet managers, so you know all the maintenance was done. Many of them come with warranties. Yeah, a lot of people drove them, but if it's a low-mileage car and you're getting a really good price, it's got, still got the warranty and it was cared for, you know, have it checked out by a mechanic like you always do when you buy used. You might want to go that way. If you're buying new, i got to do a commercial message for the service that we run. It's called Car Bargains uh, through checkbook.org. I bought my last car that way. Uh, it's basically a service where you tell them what you want, and they literally let dealers compete against each other. So in my case, they sent a, a note out to dealers all across the Seattle area and said, Herb wants to buy a car. They don't give you your name. They're your name, of course. Right, right. This guy, guy who wants to buy a car, here's the car he wants, the exact model, the color, whatever. Make us a deal. Yeah, one shot, make us an offer. He's going to take the best offer, whatever it is. I beat the Costco price by $1,000, and I beat the MSRP by um, $3,000, and um, I beat the, I want, you do the math, $36,500 to to $3,500, and I beat the best dealer price by over $1,000. So, uh, and it was easy. Hi, go to this dealer. Here's a sheet. This is the price to the penny. Here's the vehicle you're buying. Here's the VIN number. Here's the picture. Go. And it's all done. It was absolutely the most amazing way to buy a car I've ever experienced in my life. Uh, they, they, on the, I've seen things on the Facebook. Um, they beat Costco all the time. They beat True Cars all the time. Uh, there's somebody that will call. If you have a question, you can talk to an individual. They'll help you through the process. It's like $250. And I think it's a little less if you're a, a member of Checkbook. That's a, that's, you know, a little price to pay if you're going to save a thousand bucks or more. Um, and, uh, you might want to think about doing it. If they can't get you a good deal, I think they make a guarantee or something. So, um, it, yeah, it's a no lose proposition. So, uh, you might want to check that out. Carbargains.org. Carbargains.org. All right. Um, what else are you working on? I know that we were, we talked about the, um, the, the bad mark on the credits from the COVID relief. Uh, what else, you, what else is, uh, in the horizon there, Herb? Well, what I want to look at is this, uh, the uh, tracing for COVID-19, you know, how everybody's going to use the watches and do this stuff, and they're going to call you because your friend was at a bar, and um, we're already seeing incredible problems with that. Um, con artists are calling up pretending to be with the health department or sending you a text message that uh, this is an alert that we need to get to you, which is tragic because health departments really are calling people. So this could be you know, a life-and-death kind of scam kind of situation. Right. Uh, but uh, they're taking advantage of all that kind of stuff. So probably by the time I talk to you next time, we're going to be able to, to talk more about that. But it's really kicking up big time. You know, the bad guys just take advantage of the news. Absolutely. Whatever's in the news Absolutely. You know, that's what they're going to go after. So, All right, Herb, always a pleasure. People can check out ConsumerMan.com. Uh, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next month, buddy. Thank you. Be well, Nick. Thank okay. you again. Take care. Herb, uh, Herb Weisbaum, uh, endlessly fascinating and helpful.